0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi, wa nittaba'ahu bi ahsanin ila yawm ad-din Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um uh, probably noticed the voice change. This is the Muslim man's son. Uh, unfortunately, the, the recording of this episode was done in Arabic by my father when he did it. So I'll be I'll be posting that as well. If you are an Arabic speaker, I encourage you to go check that out instead of the English version. Um inshallah I'll do the best that I can, but I guarantee you my va- my father's is probably better. Um so we'll begin where the the last episode stopped. Um and that is the Egyptian uh, the Egyptian public and the Egyptian army are getting ready and are almost ready to take on the Tatar um with the leadership of Qutuz the the the, the it, it was time for a plan to be formed by Qutuz and the leadership around them around him so Qutuz had gotten everybody together all the all the military leaders and all the Muslim leaders, all the sheikhs of the time. And he he laid out his vision to them. And his vision was to take the Egyptian army, well, take take the Muslim army and head towards Palestine and fight the Tatar in Palestine as opposed to in Egypt. Of course, all the leadership at the time they disagreed with him. Um they wanted to fight the Tatar in Egypt. And they had two main reasons for their disagreement. The first reason was that uh, the at the time, the, the 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 folks over there were, you know, nationalism took over. Um, they're like, we're Egyptian. Why should we go fight in Palestine? You know, let the Palestinians deal with their own problems, and we'll fight the Tatar in our own homeland. Of course, that's not the Muslim way. Um, that that would. Obviously, wasn't um, Qutuz's way of thinking as well. His his vision was that the Tatar are a Muslim problem. They're not a um, they're not an Egyptian problem. They they transgressed against Islam in general, and he was going by the fatwa that he got from Al Az Ibn Abdus Salam, um, that was mentioned in the last podcast. And another reason for the leadership to have this disagreement with Kutuz was that a small part of them had 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 an idea that maybe the Tatar will not cross the Sinai Sinai desert and come to Egypt maybe they'll leave them alone of course that wasn't the case um, and Kutuz was not convinced of that and he Qutuz also had another reason Um, To go into Palestine and fight and that is to surprise the Tatar because at the time the Tatar didn't think That a Muslim army would rise up especially since they've been you know killing Muslims for the past 50 years and Nobody stood in their way. They never lost a battle and you know just the mention of the word Tatar was enough to, to scare the Muslim public so the Tatar definitely didn't have in mind that any kind of a Muslim army will come fight them and Qutuz understood that and he wanted to take advantage of that and surprise them by marching to Palestine. So after talking with the leadership and arguing and they finally decided that they will go to Palestine for the fight. Um, so. You know, the army is ready now, the, the public is ready, the plan is set. Um, the Muslims have the, the 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 yaqeen and the the ibadat to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their their spirits are up, the the prayers are are focused. You know, everybody's ready, everybody's ready. Um so they camped in the southern part of Cairo and they started heading towards the Sinai desert. Now, simultaneously, there was another problem um, that Qutbahs needed to deal with, and that's the, the emirates of the crusaders that were, you know, they were scattered across the um, Levant's area. So there were some of them in Palestine, some of them were in Egypt, oh, I'm sorry, some of them were in Lebanon, some of them were in Syria. But he had a particular emirate that he was concerned about because it was in, on the way and that's the emirate of Akka. Now the crusaders also had a problem with the Tatar because the Tatar had gone into Europe and they were killing millions and millions of European crusaders so you know Kotos wanted to take advantage of that and he decided to do a treaty with the emirate of Akka to you know, to allow them safe passage, so they don't have to you know waste any resources or start any kind of fight along the way, and save it all for the tatar. Now, Qutuz did a, a very um, smart thing, and he played by the book. And by the book, I mean the Quran and Sunnah. He decided to do a treaty with the Crusaders, but that treaty was only for a limited time and that's a very important concept um treaties with because because the crusaders were also an enemy of muslims a treaty for a long period of time is is you know to say the least it's discouraged and um even though the emirate of akka tried to get a long term if not forever treaty from qutuz he had he had denied that treaty and he decided that hey we'll we'll do a treaty but only for a limited time. And he also threatened them. And there is a very important lesson to learn um, from this part, which is he had such a he, he was so confident that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will grant the Muslims victory against the Tatar that he told the you know the leadership of the Akka Emirates like Hey, we get, we're gonna have a treaty And if you break this treaty Once we Defeat the Tatar We'll come back and get you next And like so He, he had that confidence in him That you do tawakkul on Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And you you do your part And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will, will grant the Muslims victory Just like the ayat of the Quran Kareem tells us So he did the treaty with them, um, they accepted it, and you know, now the, 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 the army of Qutuz started marching towards Palestine. Um, in the year 658 Hijri, which is two years after the fall of Baghdad, Qutuz and his army breached through the desert of Sinai in July, in the hottest month. By the way, it was it was a small amount of number of people in the Muslim army, but well, just as a reminder, as the, the 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 army was based on the Mamluks, and they were highly trained soldiers that were trained by najm al-Din al-Ayyub, the leader of Egypt at the time, beforehand, and they were on a high level of 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 you know soldiership and of Iman of, of applying the religion as it should be so the the Muslim army breached Sinai desert in July in a very hot month and that was in Ramadan by the way um, and it's kind of like similar to the 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 Ghazwa of Tabuk the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam did and Qutuz was Marching the army, um, on a ready to combat at any moment, which is, um, the 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 army was divided into four parts: the right flank, the right front the left fr- flank, the front, and the back, and the whole army was ready to fight at any moment as they march, and he had um, created a new form of a plan, which was having the front of the army um, having a huge number um, and he let them lead and he had them led by Rukhuddin Peppers who was a strong and well-known leader of the army. And the the, the strength of the front of the army was, was designed to be enough to hold out uh, a a combat a combat with the Tatar if they come across them, um for a long period of time. And that wasn't typical of the time to to separate the front of the army from the whole army, and you know the purpose of that, that was to deceive the the Tatar army, which you know if their if their spies come and see the front of the army they'll think that that's just the Muslim army and. You know, they'll think that, you know, they're not all all that. So the front of the army got to Gaza um, in July. And in Gaza, there was a small battalion for the Tatar. And the rest of the Tatar army were in Lebanon. So Rukhuddin Peppers and the front of of the Muslim army got to Gaza and... They they got into combat with the with the with the battalion of the Tatar and that was the first time the Tatar got defeated. The whole battalion um, were defeated by the front of the Muslim army, and you know some of them fled back to Lebanon. Of course, that gave a huge boost for the Muslim army because that was the first time the. The, the Tatar got defeated. And, you know, the the, 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 the people who f- fled, the Tatars who fled back to Lebanon, they got to their leader, Kat-Buddin, Katmundin. And, you know, they described to Katmundin, uh, they described the army they saw, which is just the front of the army. And he... Katmandu, he got very furious. He got, it's like, how can these Muslims rise up now, after forty years of killing them? Uh, you know, how 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 can they now they decide to rebel against the Tatars? Basically, he was he was arrogant, uh, more or less. So he got he got super angry and he. He assembled the Tatar army and he started marching towards Palestine. Now the rest of the Muslim army um, got to, were still marching, and they got to Akka, which you know they the, the Qutuz had done a treaty with them. And he sent a couple of messengers to the crusaders in Akka, just to make sure that the treaty is still held. And, you know, the messengers came back and they told Qutuz that yes, they are, they are uh, holding the treaty. But they also noticed something. The thing was that Emirate of Akka was weak. It, there, wasn't, there wasn't a strong army protecting it. And they weren't ready to fight Muslims if Muslims were decided to take it over. And the messengers, you know, they, they suggested to Kutuz, hey, why don't we just take Akka now and, you know, take, you know kick, the, kick the crusaders out. But Qutuz said, no, we cannot do that. And he said, he said, Muslims, we are Muslims and we do not break treaties. So we'll keep our treaty with them until the, you know, the, the duration of the treaty is over. And he decided not to pursue the opening of Akka. Especially that Akka is now has been has been occupied for about 150 years, um. But he 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 felt safe that you know Akka will not stab them in the back basically, and he marched on until he, um, with his army reached al-ayn Jalut, which is an area near Nablus, and I I'm i Anjalut is basically um, shaped like a horse's shoe, like the letter C in English. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys know how the letter C looks. Um, so all around the the, the, the Anjalut had mountains and valleys on three of its side and only one side is open and that side is open that's the side that the Tatar are gonna come from which is from Lebanon um, so Qutuz decided that this is the place where the battle should take place um, you know of course he has a military mind and he was thinking he wants to to trap the Tatar um, so that they can come in through this opening and then they'll be trapped inside and they will fight them there and of course that means that There's only victory or shahada. There's no other way out. Because everybody's going to be trapped in this small area where nobody can go anyone. Um, So after that, he started setting up the army there. Um, He started appointing all the leaders for everybody. Started training all the soldiers and, you know, devising the actual plan for the battle. And... At the time where he was preparing his army a huge number of palestinians showed up um, volunt- voluntarily they 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 decided they wanted to join the army the muslim army um, and these volunteers they had weapons with them and they were ready for a fight now you might wonder why did they come now and why didn't they fight before when the tatar was taking over their lands and they saw something that's very important and uh, that's in Qutuz because he was leading by example he, he showed to the people that he had sincerity in his fight and he, like the people started noticing that this guy is for real and he wants to take, get rid of the Tatar for the Muslim um, so a lot of people came and volunteered from Palestine um, of course Qutuz accepted them and welcomed them And whomever was able to fight from them, he, you know, he encompassed them into his army. Um, Of course, they weren't trained as the Mamalik, because those are like the elite soldiers. But whoever had the power to fight, he stationed them to fight. Um, The rest of them, he placed them in roles that support the army. Uh, Of course, from, you know making the food, um, serving the art the, 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 the army in all kinds of ways um and among the volunteers also came a huge population of simple um, farmers who couldn't fight um they haven't they didn't get any kind of training um and of course Qutuz also welcomed them and he told them hey you guys are just be with us and Stay in the mountains with the parts of the armies that stay there which is the right and the left flanks They, you know they were stationed in the mountains and he told them you know you guys can't fight yeah but go and be with the army in the mountains and all you have to do is make dua and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our victory. And when the battle starts, you make takbir. You say "Allahu Akbar." You make the takbirat to to excite people and to keep them in the right mindset, basically. Uh, when this all, you know, tells us that you know um, all of the people are, are are ready now for this fight. They're waking up to it. So on the twenty fourth of Ramadan, the day before the, the battle. Um, Qutuz went all out, um, he was working very hard to get the, the, the army ready and getting them all excited And also he stayed up all night praying and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to grant him and the Muslims victory And it wasn't just him, it was all the leaders, all the basically most of the army were up there praying And staying up all night making dawah, praying, making dawah to, to grant them victory and that's all what uh, they could do is they go they do what their part and they make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that grants victory. <clears throat> so with all this, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes things easier for Muslims um, when 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 the sincerity is there and as this was happening a message came from the from a man within the tatar and his name was excuse me i'm just going to pull it up right now his name is al-Din aybak and he wasn't a well-known man um he was he he was in the he was with within the Tatars and he sent a message to the Muslim army and he told them do not be afraid of Tatar, because Hulako, the, the 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 actual strong part of the Tatar army are back in Iran with the main leader of um the Tatar and they're 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 settled in Iran, and you know. Holako was their leader and he took all the, the strongest soldiers and leaders to the area. So in the letter he's like, do not be afraid of the Tatar because most of the strongest portions of them are not there. And he also told them that the right flank of the Tatar army is stronger than the left flank of the Tatar army. So he kind of pointed out which, which, which part is the strong, which part is the weaker of the Tatar army. And he also told them that the prince of Halab, who had done a deal with the Tatar, that he decided to you know, go back on that deal and he is going to help the Muslim army. And, you know, that was kind of a, of a booster for the Muslims to hear that on a night before the battle. And it kind of lifted up their spirits, you know, not to be scared. Of course, it, it can be, it can, this This letter can be uh, false news. It could be a tactic. Um, You know, Khudus doesn't know if he's uh, telling the truth or not. But even though the the letter really had a whole lot of, um, you know, glad tidings for the Muslim army. So on the 25th of Ramadan, the day of battle, um, as daybreak comes, uh, Muslims, you know, came up. They, you know, a lot of them are already up praying, and you know they prayed Fajr, and right after Fajr, the as, as the sun was rising, the the battle begins between the Muslims and the Tatar, and of course the, the leader of the Tatar army um was was there, and he was leading the army, and the the plan of uh, the battle that Qutus followed had a very smart um, strategy to it. It was three stages. The first stage was to push the front of the army, which, you know, at the beginning, they were, you know, leading the way. Now they, you know, he pushed up the, the front of the army led by Rukhuddin Peppers. And he told them to hold... The Tatar for as long as possible. You know, for the you know, uh, to to have patience and to wait for as long as they can fighting the Tatar, just the front part of the army, and to try to like bleed out the Tatar army as much as they can. And of course, that's what Druktdin better uh, uh, Pepper's and his army did, and they were patiently waiting for. St- for a very long time, until it was about noon um, of that day. So from from sunrise all the way to noon, it was just the front of the Muslim army fighting, and also after that, um, the Muslim army had the, the, the drum, the drum section of the army, and you know they used to call them the the musical bata- battalion. And what it did was that it had a every 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 portion of the rest of the army other than the front had a specific tune uh, for when they hear it, it's their turn to you know go down into the battlefield and start fighting. And as as the fight, as the battle continues, they would you know change the tune that the the musical battalion would. Um, change the tune and send the next portion of the army. Now these were, they had huge drums that were, that you know, anybody around the area of Ain Jalut could hear them, they were huge. And so the, 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 the battalions based on the, you know, drums, they would go down according to their tune. And every battalion had its own uniform, all fully equipped uniform with bright colors you know red yellow green and they they would come all together as a group and qutuz made sure that every part of these battalions would come with like an intimidating intimidating um scene um and that's what happened um you know the leader of the tatar and the whole tatar army got very scared like eh, this they've never seen such a organized well-planned intimidating army go into battle um you know never mind these huge drums and all the mukabirin around are making takbirs and you know you can only imagine this scene it's such a such a powerful scene from the muslim side and it's such a scary scene uh, for the enemy side <clears throat> so you know a battalion came after the other all these intimidating colors and strong equipment and every time a battalion comes down katmund the leader of the tatar would ask the 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 guy who sent the letter the spy um and tell them who's this and and he would tell them oh this is the you know this is from halab this is from egypt this is from Da. and they would come down one after the other one battalion after the other and the, the, the battle kept continued Continuing. Um, <clears throat> so that was the second. So now that was all part of the first stage of the battle. Now the second stage of the of you know Kotos' plan for the battle was for the front of the Muslim army to start retreating in a way in a in a very slow manner that would not be noticed. By the Tatar army, but by doing so, they're they're you know retreating slowly into this C-shaped area, and they kind of as they retreat slowly, um they're they're pulling the Tatar army with them up front, um <clears throat> to to you know trap them in this valley, and you know and uh, the 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 way they did that was by a different tune of drum. So as the tune tune drum tune changed, they would, you know, the, the, the front of the army's front of the Muslim army started to push uh, to retreat slowly, and the Tatar, you know, as as one would think, they started pushing up. And then Katmund made a, a fatal mistake, which which is he he pushed the whole of the army of the Tatars He pushed them all, he's like, all all of you guys, just go straight into this valley. So, they started going into this valley, you know, the whole Tatar army. And as they were entering, um, Qutuz, you know, decided through the the musical battalions, he decided, okay, now is the time. Um, So he gave the signal and the whole Muslim army came down then at once the rest of the muslim army that didn't come down come down yeah they came down and the 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 amount of the muslim army and the amount of soldiers that were there were were seen for the first time in the day um just to recall it was at the beginning of the battle it was just the front of the army and then with these musical battalion um one after another a battalion would come down with different colors. But that wasn't the, the, the whole of the Muslim army. And the Muslim army did not come down until all of the Tatar army were, you know, encased in this valley. And so and and one of the battalions were one of the Muslim battalions were commanded to go to the back and Closed the, the southern part, which is the only open part, which you know the Tatar came from. So one Muslim battalion came back there, and they entrapped the Tatar so that there's no way out. And you know the fight kept going, and the information the the information that Aybak, the, the spy had given the Muslims, was actually true. And the strong the right flank of the Tatar was stronger than the left flank. So mm-hmm. you, for the Muslims, um, Qutaz had decided, mm-hmm. okay, well, now that it's true, let's push a stronger force to, to fight the right flank of the Tatar army. So basically the left flank of the Muslim army has to be stronger to fight the stronger side of the right flank of the Tatar army. And it was a fierce battle in, on that flank and you know, all around, but that flank was the extra... Um, fierce and it was a huge number of Tatars you know entrapped in this small valley and Qutuz as the example that he likes to lead he he went straight into battle and he even took out his helmet you know seeking shahada and he had a famous uh, battle cry that he, he would shout because you know he made he was making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I want shahada that's why I'm here and um his famous um, his famous battle cry was "Wa Islama Wa Islama," and the meaning of that is like you do if if if, if we get defeated here, there is no more Islam. Like "Wa Islama Wa islama. this is this is it. And he started fighting with all sincerity with all the other Muslim Muslims in the army. And. The the battle continued for for a whole day. Um as the battle as the battle was continuing something beautiful happened as well and al Din who was a leader of Najmuddin Ayyubi's army I'm sorry, Nasr Al Ayyubi. Nasr Din al-Ayyubi um was was a leader in Halab, and he decided to to go help the Muslims, um, because he heard about the battle. He was in Syria, and he heard the battle. Um, so he brought his battalion, and he came to help the Muslims. And you know, he came in from the south, um, and you know, the Muslim nation, the Muslim army, decided to let him in, and he was able to go into the battlefield. And kill the leader of the Tatar, Katbwa. And he killed him, he beheaded him. And the Tatar started to feel the defeat, and they were starting to get, you know, they were starting to get defeated. And they were getting weaker and weaker. And they were starting to escape. They were trying to escape the battlefield. And you know, they, they noticed that the Muslims have entrapped them in there. Um, and some of them were able to escape the Tatar army. There, some of them were able to escape and flee, and they were headed towards Bisan, which is the closest city to the south. And um, the Muslims start following them, um, and you know, and they caught up to them in Bisan, and they there was a they. Kept following them, and they caught up to them in Bisan, and another battle took place, which was said to be as fierce as the fight in Anjalut. And uh, you know, in the end, the Muslims were victorious, and they killed the rest of them in Bisan. the The whole army of Tatar were were demolished, destroyed. They were all killed, and there were none of them remained by by the grace, by the will of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and after the battle was won in bisan uh, qutus came down of his uh, came down from his horse and he did the sajda to shukr cuz of course he recognized that this was not him not you know this is not even the muslims this is from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he made prostration he made sajda sajda to shukr to say thank you to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and the news was heard of this of the of this victory. Um he sent Qutus sent messengers to to Damascus, which was occupied by Tatar at the time. And in the message all he said was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tatar. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he, uh, he forsaken, he, he let the Tatar like he he brought them down basically. And he didn't say me. He didn't say me. He said Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala khadal al Tatar. It's a simple message. Now that caused a rebellion. That caused a revolution in in Damascus, and caused the people to rise up and kill the Tatar in Damas- in Damascus. And they, you know, opened up Damascus again. And the the Muslim nation started to wake up and realize that you know there is hope. It's real now. And you know Kutuz kept marching until he reached um, Damascus, and he started um, started opening all the Muslim lands. You know he went to Damascus, he went to Turkey, and opened it. And Tatar kept on retreating because they couldn't handle. You know they couldn't fight the Muslims. The the hugest part of the army was already um, destroyed. And so Iraq was liberated as well. And after doing so, the Tatar retreated back to Iran where their leader um, was. And the Tatar never thought about coming near Muslims again. Now, at, uh, an important note to mention here that the Battle of Ain Jalut and the Battle of um, and Bisan the whole battle only happened in one day so the muslim victory came in just one day after about 40 years of of oppression of killing from the tatar of all kinds of horrible things the muslims true muslims with true sincerity won the battle in a single day now of course it took longer to open the rest of the um parts like damascus and Iraq and Lebanon and all the whole the whole time period to open the rest of the Muslim world only took one month and that shows us that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wins something or he decides that the Muslims are are worthy of a win it it happens in no time Um, just like just like how it was at the time of Prophet Muhammad And now that the, the the Muslim army has taken care of the Tatars basically, um now it was the establish now was the time to establish um the Mamalik Empire, which is which rose to power and they're actually responsible for taking out the crusaders from the Muslim lands as well. Now, after Qutuz was done with um, opening parts of Iraq, Levant, and Turkey, he was returning to Cairo. And as he was returning, he was killed um, on his way back. Um, now, the, the history doesn't mention what happened or who killed him or why. But it was... It was uh, some some people say that it was a betrayal from one of their generals, but Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala knows best. Um, but that kind of gives you an idea that Khutub, you know, he came into power. You know, he took leadership in Egypt, and then he, with the victory, with the victory against the Tatar, the whole time period from when he took leadership to when he died was just nine months. That gives you the implication that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala knows best. But maybe he was he was only he, that was his purpose, um, to take over the leadership, nine months, victory, and then death. So after his death, um, Ruktdin Peppers, he he's the one that took leadership of the Mamluki Empire, and. Um, he did his part And he 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 You know Liberated a lot of the The Muslim lands From the Crusaders But that that Shows you that You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has a plan for everybody And Qutuz's plan Was just to Get rid of the Tatar Bifadl Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, um, A lot of things were um, Summarized mm-hmm. And I uh, just want to leave you with this one note, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something, it's going to be done. And if sincerity and true belief was there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us victory. And that's the sunnah of Islam. Um, that's in, in the ayat of Qur'an mm-hmm. al-Kareem. That is in the sunnah as well. That's in the, the, the seerah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu And you can see that throughout mm-hmm. history. In in Allah, Fala Galibalakum. And there's also another ayah. In tansurullaha Yansurkum, wa you thebbetu Akdamakum, while Kafaru, Fatasan Lahum, wa adalla Amalahum. And there's another ayah. While Jahadu Fina, Lenahdi Nahum Sabulina, while in Allah Alaman Mohsinin. Was Salaamu Alaikum, or Rahmatullah Barakatu.